You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 187 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. The title of this show is Inside Stories. This is one you're definitely going to want to pay forward. How do I know? Because if you're a human being, which I assume you are, every human being I know has issues with stories inside their heads that they're not even fully conscious of. And I'm talking specifically about stories that influence their sense of self-worth, their sense of um, deserving in the world. And you don't have to have a completely negative self-image to still have these stories going on that rob you of a lot of the wonderful richness that you deserve on a personal and on a financial level. So you're going to know people, friends, people who uh, are acquaintances, business partners, etc., who could value from this. Let them know that they can hear this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and at the website changeyourstorypodcast.com. And at the website, you will get a free gift by simply downloading the ebook that I've created for you, Storytelling Secrets for a Rich Life and Business. So, Inside Stories. Big question to ask at the beginning to really begin to uncover these inside stories is, do I really like myself? It may seem like a weird question, but if you seriously ask it and reflect on it, you'll discover maybe that you could like yourself a lot more. I'm a confident individual, and yet... When I do inner work, and I've invested a lot in inner work since 2006, I always discover more and areas where, as confident as I think I am, I can definitely improve. And improving means that my life and the lives of those I touch, the lives of those I interact with, they will all be enriched by the improvement. Okay, so you begin by asking, do I really like myself? And as you sit with that dialogue, begin to consider these particular areas to focus on. Are you a good receiver? Very simply, what it means is, how do you respond to compliments And how do you respond to people giving you 
things, gifts, awards, anything positive that people send your way, say attention for something that you've done. How do you receive that? Do you receive it comfortably or uncomfortably? In my personal development work, I took a powerful course, and one of the declarations that we used was simply this, I am a generous giver and an excellent receiver. And we had to emphasize the word excellent when we said receiver, because most people are not very comfortable. They're actually more comfortable giving to others than they are receiving from others. A perfect example is how you respond to compliments. If someone pays you a compliment, do you feel an immediate impulse to give them a compliment back? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it might be a way of deflecting the attention away from you. So if a person says, that's a really nice jacket, do you immediately say something like, Thanks, I, I, I really, really like your tie. Let's say a woman compliments another woman and she says, what a beautiful purse you have. And the woman receiving the compliment goes, you know, it really didn't cost much. I got it for $10 on sale. And that is a way of downplaying or diminishing the compliment. Again, it's a deflection. And it's a sign that the person is not 100% comfortable receiving. A great answer to a compliment, a sincere compliment from someone is, thank you, I received that. You'll hear me do that often at the end of my interviews with people when they compliment me uh, and say something nice about the way the interview went, etc. I will accept it openly. Think about that one. It can really teach you a lot about how you see yourself. And the more you begin practicing receiving, the stronger and more confident you become. And it's amazing what begins to happen in terms of the law of attraction. The people, the things, the abundance that you could start to attract into your life. This next one is a big one for a lot of people. How much do you value monetarily value the work that you do if you work even let's say you work for a salary you work for a wage it still applies because you could say well you know I'm getting paid a certain amount and that's what I'm worth is it really how would you feel about walking into your boss's office and asking for a significant raise not just a few dollars more, but a lot more, and not just arrogantly ask, but based on what you honestly feel you're worth. Now, if you say to yourself, well, I couldn't do that because it's just not done here, well, again, that's deflecting. But let's say you work for yourself, and a lot of the listeners to this show are entrepreneurs, self-employed. How much do you value the things that you offer if you offer a service and you charge by the hour, could you find a way to justify raising that rate by two or $300 per hour? Or does that make you feel really uncomfortable? 
It may even make you feel like that's ridiculous. I couldn't ask that. Well, if that's the case, why couldn't you ask that? I have a mentor, and he has many coaches. One of his coaches, are you ready for this? Gets paid $16,000 per hour. Now, if your reaction to that is, well, that is just highway robbery, um, good for him, he's getting away with something, that's a sign that you don't value yourself, your worth enough. I mean, I'm not saying to you, um, that let's say you do something like you teach people, like I teach people presentation skills, I have an hourly rate, but certainly I'm not going to ask $16,000 an hour to help someone shape their presentation and to, you know, uh, develop a presentation that's dynamic and compelling. I'll get paid good money for that, but that's not $16,000 worth. But my mentor goes to a coach who basically uses hypnotic techniques to help him get into the deeper levels of his psyche that undermine his life. That's worth a lot of money. Because when he uncovers something that undermines him and is perhaps costing him hundreds of thousands of dollars, to pay somebody $16,000 to unlock that and to free him from that negative influence it's certainly worth it. Start asking how much do you value your your worth, the things that you offer, and this is also surrounding time. How much is your time worth? To complete this thought and make it very clear, ask yourself, what additional value can I add to what I offer to justify a large increase in my fee. In my case, I would ask, what additional value can I add to my presentation skills training that would justify an increase of one or two hundred or even three hundred dollars per hour? When you ask that, you will come up against barriers the first in inclination would be, well, I don't know. I mean, that's quite a leap. Yeah. But if you really, really dig deep, you will find a way to legitimately add more value that commands a higher price. Here's another interesting one. I want you to think of a celebrity or a famous person that you really, really admire I mean, you're just, you know, you have them on a pedestal and you've never met the person before. I want you to imagine that tomorrow you're going to have the opportunity to sit down one-on-one -on -one with that person and have a coffee and chat with them. Would you find yourself feeling like a little child in awe of a hero would you say, I don't know what I would talk about? And would you have the tendency to just, you know, 
shower that person with all sorts of incredible compliments. Again, nothing wrong with that, but not feel that you had anything to offer them. Could you see yourself sitting down with that person as a peer, learning from them and also teaching them something? Now, if you think about that and you say, well, come on, they're so high up on the, you know, on the what, it's on a a pedestal that you've created in your mind. It's basically created. It's a story. Because you, when you think that way, that they're way, way up somewhere out of your reach, and you're down below, that is a made-up story. Because what you're doing is you're not really thinking about the person. You're thinking about the image of the person. I'm an actor, and... I sometimes get to work with really famous movie stars. When I was younger and less confident, I would be in awe. Now, I feel very good about it. I value and appreciate that I'm going to be working with them, but I see them as my peers. I don't look up to them to the point where they're so far beyond me. Remember, think of everybody as a person, not as a title or as a an image that the media has made up, and you will be able to approach them. I certainly feel that way on my podcast. When I interview multimillionaires on my podcast, I don't feel lower than them. I make great money, but I'm not a multimillionaire. But I don't feel less than the multimillionaires that I talk to. So really, really search that out inside of yourself. And here's one way to do it, to remind yourself that when you're putting someone on a pedestal, you're seeing them as perfect. There isn't a living, breathing human being who is perfect. Everyone has doubts, fears, flaws. Everyone makes mistakes stumbles and falls, that includes the people you consider very, very great and beyond your reach. I would sit down with a head of state and feel comfortable to speak to that person as a peer. I'm not saying I know more than them. In their area of expertise, they know much more than me. In my area of expertise, I know that I know more than them. And sometimes it's not even a question of more than, the same as. So let's recap that. Are you a good receiver? Start practicing that that affirmation. I am a generous giver and an excellent receiver. When it comes to valuing your time and the things that you have to offer to the world, how much can you raise the monetary value that you place on those things? And can you bring yourself to feel that there is no one who is superior to you, that if you sat down with somebody who even makes, the the, the thought of them makes you, your heart start pumping faster, could you sit down with them and have a chat one-on-one and consider them your peer? Work on those three things. 
Because as you do, as you, it will just increase your confidence tremendously. And remember, there are many, many empowering books. There is one that comes to mind called The Big Leap. The Big Leap points out that everyone, no matter how successful, has an upper limit in their minds in terms of how they see themselves. And until they make the big leap beyond it, they're going to be limiting their own potential. I don't recall the author, but again, you can find that easily on Amazon and Google. And of course, you can find the audiobook, I'm sure, at Audible. And as a listener to this show, you can get the book for free by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power. Download the book without any obligation. Absolutely free. And when you think about the three questions and the, the big overriding question of, do I really like myself? As you begin that exploration, that discovery, ask this question. Use it as your ammunition. How can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.